0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John chapter 11. The Lord is you, o Lord. When Mary came where Jesus was and she saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead for four days. And Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, you make us your saints. You take us from death to new life, to new creation. We thank you for that gift. Amen. All Saints Day originally started as a way to remember the martyrs who had died for the faith. Unfortunately, not all the dates of all the martyrs were remembered. And so they set one day for All the Martyrs Day started as early as 359 in Edessa, Turkey, and also by 411 in eastern Syria. So this All Saints Day celebration is almost as old as Christmas. Christmas was celebrated by the early 300s. And by the 600s, this All Saints Celebration included non martyrs as well. Saints made holy, holy things, holy people. To be holy means to be set apart or to be special. Holy communion means a special fellowship between God and us and between all of us together. The Holy Bible, a special book. The Holy Spirit, that special wind from God. And today, a day of worship. Remember the Sabbath day to make it holy. It is a special day set aside So what makes a saint? A saint is a holy person. But what's a holy person? A holy person is someone who is special. But how do you become a saint or a special person? Let's look at the Old Testament. Exodus 29. For seven days make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. Then the altar will be most holy, and whatever touches it will be holy. Or in Exodus 30, for the talking about the tent of the meeting and the many things used in worship. You shall consecrate them, so they will be most holy, and whatever touches them will be holy. Do you see the theme? What makes... The Holy Bible, holy, because it has been in contact with God. What makes the breath of the Holy Spirit holy? It has been in contact with the Holy God. What makes Holy Communion or Holy Baptism holy? Because they have been in contact with the Holy God. What makes a person a saint or a a holy person, he or she has been in contact with the holy God. In the Old Testament, it was only the priest that would become holy by touching those holy things. But Jesus comes and he changes that. He opens up a way for all people to become special, to become holy, to become touched by God. So being a saint is a gift from God. You are a saint because you have come in contact with God. Being a saint is not something you do for yourself. Although we hear that phrase often used. They're a saint because they have done so many good things in this life. But that's not the definition The definition is you are a saint because he or she has come into contact with the holy God. And Lazarus in our text is holy because God has come into contact with Lazarus. There is Lazarus dead in the grave. There is Lazarus that can do nothing because he is dead. All he can do is be there. And yet God gives him life. We are called in faith and it's a call to die. In our baptism that call is made clear so that we may be part of a sainthood The power that gives life. We died in baptism. And we die in daily repentance. And God lifts us up to new life beyond our sins. I like how it takes place in the reading. Jesus comes and he weeps. I don't know when we were doing Confirmation verses. They had to have one that they would like to read. And everybody picked out this text Jesus wept. Two words. So Jesus came and he was weeping. He wept. He was emotionally moved, the text says. The Greek means he was angry at what was happening. And he commands those around him to open Lazarus' tomb. And there's an instant protest. Lazarus has been dead for four days. Three days they feel, the Jews feel, that the spirit stays around the body. But by four days, as Martha blurts out in the King James But Lord, he stinketh. That's dead. In John, there are seven signs that he uses. Lazarus' resurrection is the seventh sign. It's the greatest. It's the one that tells us about Jesus. It's the foretaste of what Jesus will do. Resurrection. But it's a message for us because we are all like Lazarus. We are all dead and lifeless. (coughs) We are all like a corpse bound up in grave claws which the world puts upon us to separate us from God. We are still and we are stiff and we stink. We stinketh. That is, until Jesus calls us out of the tomb. And then he orders everything that binds us away from God to be taken off. We are free. And he breathes into us the breath of the Holy Spirit. And makes us a new creation. The body of Christ. The community of the baptized. The communion of the saints. That's what we are. We are all like Lazarus. We stinketh. Until Jesus calls us out of our tomb and gives us life. He binds us together. He changes our world. Lazarus is the work of Jesus today. I don't know about you, but when I look at my life through the eyes of Christ, to quote the King James, I stinketh. And some days I stinketh more than others. And now I can hold up the mirror. Because that's what we are. So the promise of the story of Lazarus is that Jesus loves us. Jesus wept for us. Jesus was angry at what was happening. And he brings life into death and conquers it. He brings freedom from our bondage. He shines a light into every dark corner of where we live. Jesus is dangerous. Jesus has the power to turn our life upside down, to take our life from death and make it living. That's what the Pharisees were afraid of. They weren't afraid of his teaching. But when he resurrected Lazarus they knew he was powerful that he was dangerous and we should have a little fear in this love for Christ because he is dangerous discipleship do we really get it Discipleship means to follow Christ. And where did Christ go that we are to follow? Following Jesus can lead us into dark, uncomfortable, dirty, smelly places. It can lead us into danger. It can lead us into contact with dangerous people. Following Jesus calls us to our pews. To our hymns. To our ritual worship. And then it gets dangerous again. And he calls us to go forth into the world. Because Jesus calls us to love. And love... Is dangerous. Are we afraid of following Jesus? Yes, we are. We want to do a little. And Jesus says, Follow me. If you're a little afraid, that means you're paying attention. And that your eyes are open to what it means to be a disciple. Jesus showed his power of God in resurrecting Lazarus. And those earthly powers around him reacted. The chief priest didn't understand. But they thought, we'll put him to death. And that will be the end of this Jesus. So they put him on a cross and they hung him there, thinking it would break him. And then they put him in a tomb and sealed it, thinking it would keep him. But they were wrong. And we are wrong when we're not afraid of the power of Jesus. We, the church, need to hear the same words. Lazarus, come out. And we, the church, come out. Out of our graves to serve Jesus. This God that we worship made the universe and he loves it. And when we cry... Out of the depths, that God hears us and loves us. We think Jesus is slow in reacting, like what happened when Mary and Martha wanted Jesus to come. We think it's too late, like Mary and Martha thought it was too late. If you had only been here, he would not have died. And Jesus says, Lazarus, come out. And the story is changed. The story of Lazarus, the story of All Saints Day, the story of Mary and Martha is our story. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you? Do we? Is Christ my hope, my life, my all? Amen.